welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to empowering every woman to live a vibrant, fulfilling, experience-seeking, and healthy life. I am so pumped to have Jesse Walensky on the podcast today. She is a self-proclaimed badass blind babe, and she's going to tell you more about what that title means, but she is just awesome, and I can't wait to hear more about her story and um, for her to share some insight with you all listeners. So welcome, Jesse. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Um, before we get going, I would love it, Jesse, if you just give the listeners a little bit more background on who you are. Yeah, definitely. Um, so my name is Jesse Walinski, and like you said, I am a self-proclaimed badass blind babe. Oh yeah. Um, I have <laughs> yeah, <laughs> woohoo, baby. <laughs> um, I have a condition called retinitis pigmentosa, which is causing me to slowly lose my vision. So I have a small amount of central vision right now, no peripheral vision, no nighttime vision, and the vision that I have is slowly deteriorating. So I, you know, this is obviously kind of a traumatic thing to experience. So I went through a lot of depression and a lot of, you know, anxiety trying to come to terms with my disability. But now I'm in a place where I truly love myself and accept myself as I am. And I'm just on a mission to not only encourage and inspire other people who are blind or disabled, but just encourage everyone in general to learn how to embrace the parts of themselves that they might not love so much and realize that um, it's possible to love those parts of yourself. So I'm on a self-love journey, as I'm sure we all are, and I'm just here to hopefully inspire everyone to love themselves a little bit more. Man, I love it so much. Um, It's just so fantastic. And we could all just learn from this. And by the end of the podcast, I'm hoping we can all find one way to love ourselves a little bit better today because we deserve it. You know, we deserve the same love that we would give everyone else in our lives. And sometimes I think that we're the last, the last ones on our list, you know? Um, and if we can, if we can find a way to love and, and take care of ourselves, it just, we can be that much more impactful in the world around us. So I'm so excited to hear more, Desi. Um, if you would just start off, t- get, lead us a little bit through your own personal journey. I know you told us that, um, of course, I mean, I I can imagine around this diagnosis that there's been some depression and other things that you've struggled with, but lead us a little bit through your personal journey um, and the the events and the key moments that brought you to where you are today. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I was originally diagnosed with this condition when I was seven years old. So at that time, it was really more something that my parents were impacted by. And they didn't really tell me the gravity of the situation until I was about 14 years old, which is, I mean, a very pivotal point in in a person's life as it is, you know, like, oh, I didn't really need any other reason to be stressed out as a 14 year old girl, but here we go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, needless to say, it kind of threw me for a loop. And um, just after that point, I went through years and years and years of just depression and, you know, alcohol abuse, drug use, self-mutilation, genuinely just doing anything that I could um, to end my life, actually. Like, I was just very suicidal and genuinely believed that a blind person could never have a happy and fulfilling life. So it's been a long journey to kind of come out of that mindset. And I think the, the detrimental thing about creating that thought pattern at such a young age is it just 
I don't know, when you're a teenager, everything seems so permanent, you know? So when you come up with these types of ideas, like you don't want to be alive anymore and you're struggling with this thing that you're going to have for the rest of your life, it's going to get worse and worse. It's, it's a lot to come out of that. Um, but I've really done a lot of work on myself, obviously, but getting involved in different, um, you know, communities where there are blind people in different organizations and really just immersing myself in people who are experiencing life in the same way that I was has been honestly the biggest and most positive thing that I've ever done um, for myself um, regarding this condition. So that has been been a, a godsend, I would say, definitely a blessing in my life. Um, but I mean, like you said, I think that we don't really learn how to love ourselves properly or like if you if someone asked us like all the things that we love you know how long would it take us to list ourselves so I think growing up with this condition and growing up different um it just caused a lot of anxiety and a lot of insecurity which I think is normal and natural and everyone has that but it just really made these insecurities um just feel huge for me and it's just a constant thing to have to bring myself out of so it, it definitely has not been an easy journey, but, you know, at least I'm never bored. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I feel like it's it's important to say, too, I'm sure it's an ongoing journey. You know, it's not like, OK, well, I've arrived now and I, you know, I figured out the self-love thing and I'm, I'm good to go. It's a constant, right? It's a constant um, process of continuing 100%. to evolve, right? Um, That's what I always, like, thought that it was going to be. I thought, like, oh, one day, you know, when you're a kid, you look at grownups, I'm like, oh, one day you just click and you get it and everything's fine and you're confident and you have your life figured out and I realized oh no one does like it's a constant journey so I think embracing that fact that it is a journey and there's always going to be work to be put into yourself and into your happiness it makes it a little less daunting it kind of makes you feel like okay we're all just figuring it out no one has it all figured out yeah I love that put work into yourself and your happiness that's I love that um, a couple other things that you just said that I liked too and I think it's important to touch on um, one is that when we're going through a struggle or going through a really difficult period in our life, you're right. Sometimes things do seem permanent. You know, it really seems like there's no way out. We can feel alone. But anyone out there who's listening right now, I hope this falls on you at the right moment because these emotions that we have there aren't permanent. Um, and we can grow and move through them. And just like Jessie did. And she's an amazing example of this. And I just I just love that you shared that with us and how you felt at that time because I think that's so relatable. Um, and it'll fall on someone today who, who maybe needs to hear that. This emotion you're feeling right now, if it's been a really rough day, week, year, it's not permanent and it's never too late um, to, to take a fresh path, a new start. Um, I also love that you mentioned your connections um, within the community and how important that's been for you. I think that our ability to connect to one another is one of the greatest gifts that we have in life. That's what this podcast is about. It's about connection. Um, and it can just shape everything that we do. So I love that you brought that up and how important it can be. And I would love to encourage anyone who's listening if you're not connected to community, um, you know, consider that because it can be, it really can shape, it can shape everything. So I love those two pieces of um, advice and insight. And I would love to hear a little bit more about your thoughts on mindset, Jesse, because I know that there have been times when things have seemed really dark. So, um, but I also believe that we can train our brains a little bit to have a positive mindset, to have a good mindset. And I wonder what your thoughts are on that and, you know, what components you feel like are most important um, for a good mindset. 
Definitely. Yeah. Um, that's something that I spend a whole lot of time working on. Um, I've been living with depression now for over 15 years and it definitely doesn't get easier. I think you just get a little bit better at managing it. So I always like to say that I have built up a toolbox of certain things that I know I can kind of use in order to boost my mood sometimes in more way, like in ways that last a little bit longer and sometimes just for a minute or two. And I think that's very personal to everyone and their own journey. So for me, for example, certain things that I've built up in this toolbox is like, I know no matter how I'm feeling, if I get up and I go for a walk or I just get outside, that will help my mood. If I eat something that's good for me, that will help my mood. If I take time to journal, even if it's just like scribbling nonsense or words that come to my mind or whatever, doing anything you can to just kind of step outside of those intrusive and those negative thoughts um, are really, really beneficial. Definitely not easy. I don't want to say like, oh, depression is simply cured by going on a run. That's (laughs) not the case at all, you know? Um, But yeah, it's just trying to find those things that you know work for you. And I think the tricky thing is with depression is sometimes you just don't have the mindset to even do those things. So one of my toolbox things is always like calling a friend or calling a family member But sometimes the nature of depression tells you like, oh, those people don't want to talk to you. Don't bother them. Don't whatever, you know. But I think that not listening or maybe not believing every single thing that you think is really beneficial because the more we stay in our head, you know, our minds can come up with a bunch of crazy reasons why we should be depressed or why we should, you know, be upset. And um, not that, you know, I I don't want to invalidate those feelings because everything that we feel is very valid and deserves to be explored and acknowledged. And we shouldn't be hard on ourselves in that way. But I just want to say like, just don't believe every single thing that you think, because it's a thought it pops in and it can pop out of your head just as quickly. So, you know, really take note of the things that you're holding on to and the thoughts and feelings that you're really letting stick with you and just get used to asking yourself if this serves you and if you need to be holding on to it or not. And it's a practice, you know, the art of letting go is definitely a lifelong practice. But um, yeah, those are some things that kind of help me stay as present as possible and um, just just stay in a, in a good mindset most of the time. Yeah, such good advice. Such good advice. And, you know, I agree, this toolbox, we, we add to it throughout our lifetime. But having those tools that work um, and being able, like you said, to use those connections when we, we feel like we can't draw upon our tools. But, you know, in my toolbox, I have like... Uh, some and this was a journaling activity that I did and then I'm like this is really effective a few songs and like a few songs that like really brighten my mood if I'm just really struggling and like you said these things don't always work but it's nice to just have a few things to go back to if you're having a really rough day I love everything that you shared and I, I appreciate you sharing that with the listeners um, I'm going to shift a little bit now because I want to talk about um, the message that you put out there, at least the message that I've been receiving, and that's that you're encouraging everyone not only to love themselves, but to love their lives, to pursue a life that um, brings you 
energy and joy and to make sure that you're not just living a life because you you feel like you're doing what everyone expects you to do, that you're really doing what's in your heart. Jesse, I love this message. To me, it ties in with my with my um, questions around boldness. And, it, you know, in 2023, we've been talking a lot about boldness of spirit. So I want to hear from you um, some more on those topics and what it means to be bold um, to Jesse Walensky. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, definitely a big part of my life and uh, what I try to put out there. So I'm glad that message has been received. Um, I mean, first, I just want to say that I think we're all kind of given a lot of ideas about what we should be doing and the life that we should have. And I think that's kind of the first step in creating the life that you actually want is taking a look at the things that you are doing or the things that you're saying or wearing or literally anything about yourself and say like, is this really my idea? Like, does this really align with who I want to be or what I want to do? You know, am I in law school because I want to be a lawyer or because my father told me that that was his dream for me, you know? So I think there's a lot of things, whether or not they're big instances like that, or just smaller things like, oh, I can't cut my hair because this one person told me that it's not going to look good on me or whatever it is, you know, like I think that's the most important thing that we can do is, like I said earlier, is this really serving me? But also like, does this really align with who I am or who I want to be? So that's like another thing that I'm really passionate about letting people know is like, you can create all parts of yourself. You can be whoever you want to be. There's no like, oh, well, I've been doing this or looking this way or acting this way. It's like, we can always change things about ourselves. The point of life is to evolve and to become whoever we want to be. So I think, first of all, getting rid of that should and what we should be doing and who we should be, you, you got to cut that out because that is just toxic. <laughs> like, yeah. honestly, like, I think that, you know, once we kind of get out of what we should be doing, we can ask ourselves, what do I want to be doing? What do I really care about? And I think that that's the most important message that I can share because in my personal life, when it comes to specifically my disability, I grew up thinking that, you know, blind people didn't have any sort of independent life. I didn't really know a lot of people who were disabled, didn't know anyone who was blind until I was older. And I truly believed blind people, oh, they just sit at home, not being able to do anything and waiting for anyone to bring them a meal or bring them this. And I grew up um, in my early years, especially when I was working, I'd have employers say like, oh, don't have Jessie do that. She wouldn't be able to do that before they would even ask me if I could do it. So I thought, oh, wow, I can't do these things because people have already decided that I can't. So I think a big part of, you know, embracing my disability and embracing myself and trying to create the life that I want is figuring out what lies have I been believing my whole entire life? What stigmas about blind people have been put on me that I've just believed rather than taking it upon myself to try it? You know, so I think yeah. that um, I think that that's been a really, really big thing for me when it comes to being bold and, you know, just willing to be scared when it comes to like creating a new life. Because when you deal with depression and you feel so bad all the time, it's like, I just want to feel better. I'm we get to a point where like you're just willing to do anything. And I think that that's very scary to change in any sort of way. I think we resist it in a lot of ways. But um. I think it's the best thing to kind of just walk with that fear and know that there's so much, so many amazing experiences on the other side of that fear if you just kind of push with it. And 
everything you want to be in life and everything you want to have in life is really on the other side of, of that fear. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many good takeaways that you just said. Um, and I think the point here too is no matter where you are, you know, what stage of life you're in, it's just, it's never too late. Um, I love that you say you can, you can, you know, create or recreate all parts of yourself and that the point of life is to evolve. Whoever's listening today, if you're feeling like you're in a rut or you're stagnant, or you're actually wondering what joy feels like, um, it's never too late to evolve and create a new part of yourself or discover a new part of yourself. Um, and like Jesse said, I think I like this concept too of walking with fear and it means that you're going forward. Even you're doing it scared sometimes. I've done this a lot in my life, maybe too much. Some would say too much. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it a lot in my life where I walk with fear. And then on the other side of it, so many amazing things happen. I mean, every now and again, something bad happens, but you make it through um, that struggle as well. So I love all of this insight. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that someone who hears this today is empowered to be bold in their own life and maybe stop doing what they think they should be doing and, and shift the narrative a little bit. I like how you talk about, um, you know, what lies have you maybe been believing about yourself? Um, I had someone on the podcast recently who was talking about shifting the narrative, you know, shifting your own narrative um, for who you think you are. Uh, and also, I think this is important too, shifting the narrative that you might have around other people. Um, maybe people you don't know very well, because um, there's always parts of, of people that, that, that you don't know. Um, and so making sure that we're not putting a negative narrative um, without really giving that person a chance or ourselves a chance. Um, really awesome stuff. So um, obviously, I know that um, through your struggle with blindness and depression and the things that you've gone through, you've you've developed. I mean, it's clear from talking to you, just such a deep strength within Jesse. It's amazing. Um, tell us more about you know, and this can go out as a word of encouragement as well. Tell us, um, and I'm sure you do. Tell us whether you believe that you you do d develop strength through struggle, and speak a little bit more to that for me. Oh, definitely. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I would definitely say that through your struggles, like on the other side of your struggles is definitely your strength. And I think that, like you said, sometimes you have to walk with fear while you're afraid. And I think that that's one thing that people don't want to do. Like we are also resistant to change and we just, you know, get so uncomfortable with getting outside of ourselves and, um, it's definitely a struggle, but I think when you're going through something like with, with me just losing my eyesight, it's just such an emotionally and physically draining, exhausting and terrifying daily experience. So I was just always in a state of struggle and always just kind of feel like I was reacting to that struggle instead of being maybe proactive in a way. So, and like, what I mean by that is I would just kind of let the anxiety of being in a new situation take over, or I would just let my depression take over and say, oh, I can't do that. I can't go there. It's going to be dark. I'm not going to be able to see. It's going to be uncomfortable. And then I realized like, okay, I'm missing out on my life because realistically all situations for the most part are going to feel physically uncomfortable for me. If you can't see where you're at, if you can't see where you're going, you know, it, it's uncomfortable. So I think that just realizing that I didn't want to miss out on my life anymore. And I was more willing to go and try and do things and sit with those uncomfortable feelings than I was to just sit at home where I was comfortable 
And I think that that made me so much stronger. So it's like, I can't choose what always happens to me. Like I can't control what, you know, what's going to happen. I can't control that I'm losing my eyesight, but I can control how I respond to it. And every time that I was responding, you know, without, without fear, or maybe I was responding with fear, but I wasn't letting that fear control me every time that I chose to respond that way. I was slowly turning those struggles into my strengths. And now, you know, I can go out one day and feel completely comfortable and go out the next day and feel completely overwhelmed and anxious the entire time. So you never really know, but wherever I'm at, whatever I'm doing, I always kind of breathe and remember, Hey, I've been through this before. I'm strong enough to go through it again. And I just, I truly believe that I was given this condition for a reason. And that is not only am I strong enough to handle going blind, but I'm also courageous enough to put my story out there and hopefully be able to help other people with whatever they're going through. So I really, that's like my biggest message, I swear, is just whatever you're going through, whatever struggles you're facing, just keep going. You never know. Sometimes we're given the worst experiences, the most uncomfortable experiences, because they're the best thing for us. You don't know what that struggle can do to you and how it can change you in a lot of positive ways. And I am damn proud to be the strong woman that I am. And I would not be (laughs) this woman without my struggles. So toast to the struggle, baby. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, there's a quote, I'm like kind of a quote junkie. It's look for the gift and the struggle. Um, And I think when we're like going through a big challenge in life, um, it's sort of like, great. Okay. You know, when you're in the middle of it, you're like, there is no gift. Like this sucks. It's really hard. Um, And, but then when you look back, like you said, this just beautiful strength that comes out of those things that are sent into our path. And I, I'm with you. I believe that, you know, your struggle has a purpose and you're already using it to inspire others, to uplift others, um, and to spread this awesome message of, of choosing not to miss out on life. Um, you know, Jessie's going out, listeners, and she knows that her vision is just, you know, slowly um, subsiding and she's still choosing to go live her life. And I think it's amazing. Um, I have a coworker who always, um, says cheers to more life. And I love that because what she means by that is that cheers to more living cheers to choosing that you're as much as possible going to take advantage of this beautiful life we've been given and walk with your fear and, um, you know, choose to push yourself out of comfort and, um, into whatever lies ahead. Right, Jesse. So true. It is so true. I I like that. Cheers yeah. to more life. That's Cheers a good one. I might life. feel that. So. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, so shout out to Nicole King. She's my co-owner of Virginia Beach. She's the one who says that. Um, okay, awesome. Well, this has been a fantastic conversation. Thank you for sharing part of your story with us. I have a few little rapid fires at the end, but I'll give you um, the opportunity if there's any other po- words of encouragement or positive vibes you want to put out there, Jesse. And also, if you'd like to tell people how they can find you and follow you. I think that would be awesome as well. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, so my, I'm on Instagram. I have a personal account, which is J-E-S-S-W-O. And then I also have my podcast Instagram account, which is Badass Blind Babe. You can also find my podcast, Badass Blind Babe, on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, wherever 
you know, you get your podcast. You can definitely find me on there. I'm also on TikTok at Badass Blind Babe as well. And Gina, I just want to thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate these kind of conversations. And I know I mentioned this before, but I really just want to leave people with one last thing. I say it all the time. It's kind of like my favorite quote. And I say, you can't control what happens to you in life, but you can always control how you respond to it. And no matter what anyone out there who's listening is going through, I want you to know that there's always a more positive way to respond to what you're going through. And you might not know why you're experiencing it or what good can come out of it, but you you just don't know what you don't know. So just keep going and know that you can always choose happiness and, you know, do things to create more happiness in your life. So I really, really hope that you choose to do that. I love that. Such an awesome message. Um, I have a few quick little things here. Just a few more positive vibes at the end of the episode. Um, I want a little window into Jesse's daily life. Um, tell us some things in your daily life. What's in your toolbox that brings you joy? Little things in your daily life, Jesse. Oh, um, definitely any Led Zeppelin album. <laughs> um, going on walks. I'm a big walker. <laughs> um, I like to doodle and draw. I'm not very good at it, but you don't need to be good at the things that you enjoy doing. So (laughs) I'm going to put that out there. Um, And I don't know, petting as many dogs as I possibly can. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. Um, Awesome. Okay, so their last thing, it's a complete the sentence, okay? And I've kind of pulled it from our conversation. Um, So feel free to take a moment to kind of consider how you want to respond. But So I'll say the first part of the sentence, and then you complete the sentence, Jesse, okay? All right, last thing. Choose to evolve because... You're worth it. Yeah, baby. You are. You're totally worth it. Like, you don't have to stay in one mindset or one attitude for the whole entire life. It's like we're meant to be changing. So love yourself enough to to evolve and put in that work because you are definitely worth it. Yes. Love it so much. Thank you again for coming on the podcast. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And listeners, thanks for going on this ride with us. I know you you could not come away from this and not be inspired by Jessie. Um, please go give her a follow. And so many good pieces of advice and insight in here. Um, but I think what I'm going to leave us here, don't be afraid to put the work that you need to put into yourself and to your happiness. Listeners, it's never, it's never too late to choose to evolve because like Jessie said, you're worth it. We know we're so much stronger together. Let's lift each other up. Connected, we can rise.